Hey, how's it going? Josh here from Books by Josh, and this is episode number 64 of the Books by Josh audio immersion. This episode is titled Money Conflict. Let's get started. What do I mean by money conflict? Is the money in my wallet fighting each other? The bills against the coins? No, nothing that serious here. So, if you've been a long-time reader or listener, you should know that I was injured at my previous job about two and a half years ago now. And I've been working on getting better. And, well, we just decided to settle for an amount. I can't disclose the amount, but it's okay. It's nothing fancy. I can't buy a mansion, can't retire on it, but it can pay some bills. So that's where the conflict starts. So the money, the amount is decent. It's basically a year of my current salary. And it's tax-free and everything. This is after all the lawyer fees and everything. Still basically a year's worth of salary in one lump sum. Sure, I could afford later on to get, you know, a payout for the rest of my life, claim disability. That's not me. I still worked while injured, and I tried my best to get better because I'm not the type of person who can just retire like that and just claim disability. So this is where we stand. I'm getting a large sum of money, and what am I going to do with it? It's a conflict. Do I go and to Atlantic City, drive down to Jersey, and just put everything on roulette, on red, or do I invest it? In the smarter way. By the way, the answer is number two. <laughs> so what am I going to do with the money? I have no debts right now. I don't owe anybody money. So I don't have to pay anything off. So that's good. But what am I going to do with it? So the first thing I'm going to do, throw some in the market. Since my I have a 401k, Roth IRA, IRA, bonds, and then a regular investment account. We're going to throw a couple thousand in there. But what's going to happen with the rest? Sure, I could play with the market and do like I used to do, which is invest in risky technology stocks, which I stopped. Because, hence the word risky. I don't want to lose my money. And right now, I've just been investing in VIGAS, Vanguard, 500 index fund growth. Forgot the exact name and VSAX. So I've just been investing in mutual funds because I'm not trying to beat the market anymore. Just trying to go with the market because that's what works. So that's automatically going to happen. I'm doing that. And the next question is do I want to start traditional business alongside with what I already do and alongside my current job? So I was thinking about that. So I had a couple ideas. One of them was to sell used cars, purchase them at auction, fix them up, and then resell them for a profit. The problem is, we're still in a recession, so not that many people buying cars, even at a discount. It's a bit harder to sell. Also, the storage of the cars will be a thing. I have room for like one car at a time, maybe in another location, two cars. But repairing the cars is where everything falls apart because mechanical issues is no problem it's just body work i don't know how a person do it so that's where the issue lies i would have to pay someone to do that and then that cuts into my profit 
on how much I can make. So that said no go. Another thing is cleaning services. So that's something that me and my brother have been trying to do for a while. I'm not talking about like garbage collecting, stuff like that. I'm talking about going into office buildings or grocery stores after hours and cleaning or during hours. Setting up contracts with that. So with this, there's money to be made, of course, especially now with the virus, with sanitizing down stations. We can do it. Overhead, of course, there's going to be overhead. You need your umbrella insurance. So this is a good idea, of course. It's just a follow-through, which is key always. And the third business I was looking at was with one of my old bosses to open up a cell phone store down south in the Carolinas. But with the way everything is, that wouldn't make that much of a profit as it did years ago, even a year ago because of the virus and nobody's spending money. So I know cell phones like the back of my hand and even to this day, I still deal with cell phones at my current job, magically somehow. (laughs) And it's not a hard thing to sell. And I know the industry because I've worked there over 10 years. So that was the other option. And then what I was actually thinking about would be to go into real estate. And this is where mind shift has to happen if I do this because I will have to incur debt. I know what people say, oh, but it's good debt because it's making you money. There's no such thing as good debt, honestly. Because debt means you owe money. And as you've heard me say countless times, Poor Richard's Almanac says it. (laughs) Don't incur debt. Pay for everything with cash. And even Dave Ramsey, Chris Hogan, everybody says it. Pay cash. But people like Graham Stephan say get a mortgage 30 years and then refinance at a lower rate and get your money back that you put in. But that's still incurring debt and the longer debt because you're taking out basically like a HELOC when you do that. So that's the only thing. So I can purchase a home with a good down payment, minimum 20% to avoid PMI, but it's like it wouldn't be in my area because New York City I can't buy anything for the amount of money I'm getting, not even for a down payment. And then to keep up with the mortgage payment, and in case the tenants don't pay, and the eviction laws here, nope. So it would have to be out of state. I would have to go through a agency to have them collect the rent and deal with the tenants because I can't have my phone ringing 24-7. Just today, I got three random phone calls, and I'm working. I work taking calls now. And I can't pick up my phone. So if magically a fire starts, <laughs> they can handle it. I'm talking about not literal fire. They can't pull out fire unless they're auxiliary firemen. I'm talking about if there's a problem because tenants complain a lot. This is from what I hear from my friends who own real estate, from my parents when they had real estate. It's like... Tenants do complain, and like Jasper Singh says in the minority mindset, they will call you a lot. So that's why you want to have a property manager to handle everything and just send you a bill, and they take a cut of the profits, of course. But that's the cost of doing business, so I can do that. 
what I really want to do is to, if I do real estate, is to purchase a multi-unit complex, maybe four to eight units. And I could cover it with the down payment with what I'm getting from this, but I wouldn't want to do it by myself because I like having a security net, like a buffer. Meaning, if the tenant can't pay the rent, I'm still on the hook for the mortgage. And that's the thing about debt. No matter what, you have to make that payment. And that's why debt is bad. There's no such thing as good debt. Because anything could happen. Look at the coronavirus. Anything could happen at any given time. Murphy's Law, anything that can happen will happen. And you could have a great tenant, but then they lose their job. And guess what? They can't keep up with the payments. So those are like what I'm thinking of to her. Not one of these guys, oh, man, I came out with money. Let me go buy this, buy that. Yeah, I'm buying a Rolex, man. Yeah. You know what? Two Rolex. No. Try and do it safe and everything like that. And just follow the steps that people like Dave Ramsey have set out. Chris Hogan, the richest man in Babylon. Things like that because... The money's one time. It's not like I'm ever going to have this much lump sum from something like this again. Hopefully not. The pain doesn't make it worth it. Like, you could probably hear my shoulder cracking now. My neck, I still can't turn left all the time. But I am getting a payment, and it's time to make that money make me money, like my friend Lewis taught me. So that's basically where I personally am, and that's my money conflict. When is the money going to come? No idea. Whenever the lawyers send me the paperwork and everything, and then I'll take it from there. But that's it for this episode of the Books by Josh, Audio Merchant. Take care, and I'll catch you guys in that next one. See ya.